Hello and welcome to Are You Okay? The podcast. Oh, this episode I am so proud of. It was just such a nice cozy chat with Tamarin. Uh, she's the owner of Better Tea Co. Um, you may know as Anxiety um, or the new one Gut Feeling. Um, she talks about her journey and how anxiety affected her and how it brought her to creating this beautiful business. Um, I, I, I can't wait for you to hear it. Just, I'm just going to stop talking so that you can go ahead and listen and hear it for yourself. I must put a preclaimer in there and say I'm so sorry for the uh, interruptions. There is a couple of um, crackling noises because I kept moving around because to be honest I forgot that I was recording a podcast and I can't just like get comfy um, on the couch so that's all on me and I do apologize in advance for that um, but please try and ignore that and enjoy the episode thanks for being here hello Taryn hi <laughs> Welcome to Are You Okay podcast. Thank you so much for having me in your beautiful home. I'm like absolutely obsessed. It's just everything's like so perfectly laid out. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I think that's when I when people don't have kids, you can have the luxury of, <laughs> of that. But I was frantically vacuuming before you came <laughs> and hiding everything in cupboards, so it's not a true reflection of my <laughs> usual space. But thank you. <laughs> What's well, beautiful? Um. Yes, thank you for having me. I can't wait to have a little chat with you. Um, so, as you know, Tamarin is owner of Better Tea Co. Um, also, you might know as Anxiety, which is just the coolest name for a tea. Well, you know, if we didn't have anxiety, we wouldn't have to call it that. But, yeah, um, yeah I think it's just such a clever. I love hearing, like, tea brands put tea on the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me so, so satisfying. And always appreciate a good pun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also the new one, Gut Feelings. Yes. Um, that's so exciting. Um, before we get into all of that, I just want to get real with you. Uh, hashtag real talk. And ask you a question that I ask everyone on the show, and everyone who listens knows why I ask this question, but I'm going to go into my spiel anyway. Um, and the question is just how are you? Like really how are you? Um, and the reason I ask it is because I think we probably said it when I arrived today, just naturally how are you? Mm-hmm. And the answer was probably good on both ends. Um, and today I do actually feel good. Like <laughs> that is probably the perfect answer for that question. But sometimes we don't always feel good and we're not honest about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Let's start being honest to the answer of that question. How are you? Like, really, how are you? Thank you for asking. (laughs) What a great observation because you're so right. We always just brush over it and almost dismiss how we're feeling and think, well, that, yeah, they won't ask me. They won't dig in deeper (laughs) if I just say I am okay. But um, actually, today I am okay. Now, I I was um, just saying earlier how I had a very – we all did had yeah. a difficult year last year and, and even the year leading into that. Um, but I've spent most of this year trying to simplify to just, sort of just get rid of things that declutter my life. To what, yeah. Marie Kondo. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just get beautiful. Just rid of things that don't make me happy. Um, and that's hard in itself. Mm. But it's meant that now I can actually appreciate the really simple things and focus on what makes me happy. 
Um, and I always try and sense check, you know, every, almost each week. Yeah. Oh, is this the right path that I'm going down? Am I still okay with this? Because mm. running a business is difficult. Um, there mm. are a lot of anxieties just around, uh, especially around cash flow. <laughs> yes. Um, and how do you yes. grow a business? And, and sort of um, those challenges definitely keep me up at night. Mm. Um, but it's meaningful work and I'm excited about it. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, no, this is stressful, but I'm, I'm still feeling good about it. So. Yeah okay and, <laughs> uh, and I'll keep checking in with myself and if I'm not then I will try and yeah beautiful just yeah I totally get <clears throat> excuse me I totally get that like that worry of like the future you know mm-hmm. like um as you know and I know like we want to like help people and that's what literally what our business is for is to help people but then it's also like while I'm helping people Am I okay? Yes. (laughs) Am I helping myself? I know I'm like fighting for these other people and trying to like make their lives better, but like, what about my own? Mm. Um, And that's amazing that you simplified your life. That is definitely something I need to learn how to do. And yeah, it totally takes courage. Like you said, like it's, it's, it's weird, right? You think, oh, it's just about throwing things out, but then it's also about like not bringing other things in yes, yeah and that letting go process can be really hard especially if it's relationships or you know yeah, people totally um, and or, or even jobs uh, yeah. i quit my job last <gasps> week actually oh my god yeah. congratulations Thank you. this is my first week as a full-time business owner. oh my god that's so cool <laughs> yeah, so i'm probably why i'm really excited and feeling good about yeah, things right sure. now because it was it was really hard to balance mm. uh, a full-time career that i loved um and then coming home to mm. fix tea, pack tea, get things out the door. And, yeah, of um, course. Yeah, so I, I probably am feeling good because I am sleeping more. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I feel like I've got a good purpose now. Beautiful. So, oh, my God, that's so exciting. I remember seeing, I think it was an Instagram post mm-hmm. maybe like three months ago, six months ago, and you're like, one day I'll get around, I'll get there, and one <laughs> yeah. day I'll be able to pay myself and move to full time, mm-hmm. and I remember being like, oh my god, like, I think it was probably around the time that I had just become mm-hmm. full time as well, something like that, yeah. and I was like, I get it, you'll get yeah. there, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so exciting, you're there, yay, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah, I hope I can stay here too, Yeah, <laughs> don't have to go back to my old boss, and say, um, hi, do you remember me? Yeah. Uh, I tried, and, but... I need some more money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a big fear of mine, but it's almost been a year. And so wow, far, so amazing. good. <laughs> okay. um, so, um, yeah, do you want to just give us a little bit of a rundown like about yourself? You've given us kind of a brief um, chat there, but I guess kind of like how your journey brought you to here today um, and also like why – why anxiety? Like, mm-hmm. why did you choose that kind of tea? Where did that come from? <laughs> well, I was I was uh, working in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. I graduated in product design and was really lucky to find a role straight out of uni. Um, and I was working in the field for like nine, ten years, and wow. I really loved it. I mm. loved um, the creativity, the business challenges, um, but it was very project based work. Yeah. And with that came its own stresses. But I loved it. Um, the issue was sometimes the organisations, they were, they were really big, um, mm. and they would go through a lot of changes very often. Um, but I didn't always like letting go of the projects I was working on or being moved into new teams. And at one point I was working on a 
in a big corporate and we're going through another restructure. And when you're in the corporate world, restructures are, are really common. Yeah. You come to expect it almost every six months to a year. Wow. Um, but that doesn't make them any easier. Yeah. And so even though we knew this one was coming and we'd had one not so long ago, um, it still brought a lot of stress and worry to every, indiv- every individual. So what does it mean for our role? What does it mean for our teammates? Um, what does it mean for the projects that we've invested our heart and souls into? Mm. And so we were going through this big restructure, and this one was particularly bad because our team was being split up, and we were a really close, lovely oh. team. And um, then there's politics and stuff. So it was just of a course. stressful space. Yeah. And I started to get to a point where I was um, really struggling to come into work. Mm. Um, I didn't know at that time what anxiety was. I think yeah. I was about 27 or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I was definitely old enough to know, but I had I really didn't – didn't understand. I didn't know what was going on. Um, I started having panic attacks at work. Mm. I started just yeah bursting into tears um, in the middle of meetings, mm. which was not very professional. Fortunately, everybody was really kind, but it wasn't normal, mm. you know. And it wasn't just because I was invested in the work. It was because I was, I guess, suffering from exhaustion, yeah. um, from stress, and from mental health yeah. issues that I hadn't wasn't dealing with mm. in a healthy way anyway. And I had a really lovely manager who was trying to help me through this, but um, I found it really hard to talk to her about what I was going through. Mm. And I thought, look, if I'm really struggling to talk about my mental health, and I'm a really open person, wear my heart on my sleeve. Like, mm. I, I mean, I do cry at TV adverts, you know. <laughs> so it's not <laughs> like an <laughs> um, unusual thing for me to cry, but in this particular space, I was it was different. Sure, you know? yeah. But I found it really hard to talk to her. And I thought, if I am a really open person, I'm struggling to talk to somebody that is there for me and trying to look after me and help me. Mm. What are other people, how are they doing it? Because mm. this is really damn hard. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and so I went on my way and my journey to try and find ways to manage. And I learned what anxiety was and started that journey of, of managing it, I suppose. Mm. And um, and talking about it and trying to get over that stigma that I actually didn't realize I had for mm. myself. Um, and it was really my sister who said, look, everything you're experiencing sounds like anxiety. So then I went to the journey of going to doctors and um, experimenting with things that could help and cutting out caffeine and going for walks. But um, really, I think what helped me most was talking about it mm-hmm. and up and just working through it yeah. thinking out loud and being like okay well what are the triggers what's causing this um mm. where is it stemming from are there things that i can eliminate or things that i can add to help um and one of the ways i did this was with my colleagues we'd go for little lunch breaks or tea breaks and we'd walk around and um have have chats and we'd share a cup of tea and um, it kind of became a joke where we would say, oh, let's go have some anxiety uh, and talk about what we're feeling. <laughs> oh, my God. And so that's really where it stemmed from. Wow. Um, so it's a really long story. But, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a journey. It took almost two years for anxiety tea to come about. I spent time experimenting with different teas, different herbal blends to help with um, the different symptoms of yeah. anxiety and tested it out with my sisters and my family friends to see what actually helped the most and um when I found one that was helping me mm. I um thought actually you know what maybe it can help other people and That's so cool try to turn it into a business which 
now it is. Now it is. A real life grown up business. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What a, that is such a cool story. Um, oh, that's so beautiful. I love that because that's often like, I mean, that's where like, are you okay began because mm-hmm. I, I was suffering for so long and I was like, okay, well, I assume other people probably do too. And it's like the same, mm-hmm. same thing for you. It came from like wanting to help yourself and then you're like, let's share it with yes, everyone else. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And I love that you said that the biggest thing that has helped is talking about it. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like I saw, remember the first day I went to therapy and she was just like, so why are you here? Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I had that exact experience. <laughs> and literally just, it just came out and she was like, oh, um, but it just felt so good. Mm-hmm. And like, it's exhausting getting it all out. Mm-hmm. But then once you get it all out and you start like, like you said, finding where those triggers are mm. and like almost like putting the puzzle back yes, together. Yeah. Like, okay, that piece goes in that yes, corner and yeah. that trigger happens because that piece is missing kind of thing. And it, I actually find it so fascinating. Like when a trigger comes up, it's like, huh, that's because that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I mean, it's also horrible because it's like, okay, trigger. <laughs> um, but, it, but you yeah. almost feel a little bit more that you can anticipate it now and, and think yeah. oh, you can't get me this yeah. time <laughs> I know why you're here yeah. <laughs> yeah I love that that's so beautiful um, yes have a sip of your tea right. <laughs> um, so you kind of answered this with that question um, but I'd love to explore more on like how for you it's like going for a walk or like finding those triggers but what things do you do do you do to help your mental health? Like say mm-hmm. you know it's like right. For me it's um can be anger quite a lot and mm-hmm. that's because of anger that I didn't deal with when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um and I can literally like it's almost like a pot spoiling yes. in my stomach. Mm-hmm. I can like feel it rising. It's like, oh here we go. Um and I'm starting to and I've learned with my therapist like literally just last week that it's actually hours before I feel the pot bubbling. Yes. That there's a trigger and I'm like, oh, that's a trigger. It's, mm-hmm. it's like super simple things. Like, um, I'll be doing work late at night and my mind's like, I could just keep like working. I feel fine. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, another part of my mind that's like, go to bed. It's yes. like, you know, like it's traditional late, like bedtime. mom's come into yeah. your room. It's bedtime now yes. kind of thing. Um, so I went to bed and the next day I woke up and I had to still finish that work. And it was mm-hmm. just like, you know, but that time, that night before, that was my trigger. Yes. That was like the go to bed, you know, society says to go to bed, mm-hmm. it's late, but I should have just stayed up because I was fine. Yes. Um, and yeah, so I guess I just wondered if there was anything like that for you. Like, I mean, you talked about triggers, so mm-hmm. I assume there probably are. Yeah. Um, um, lots, and <laughs> still working through them. I think yeah. sometimes you don't always realise until weeks, months later mm. um, when it keeps happening, you think, oh, actually, maybe this is there's a true pattern here or a trend. Yeah. Um, and having a therapist to help you identify those and work through mm-hmm. them, I found to be really helpful. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel for me what helps the most is, okay, look, sometimes things, I don't know, I don't know, sometimes I'm just in a bad mood and I'm just yeah. sad for no reason, okay? I know, so I don't and know that's why. so annoying because <laughs> you can't tell whether am I anxious or am I triggered or am I just really sh- shitty and tired? Yeah. And maybe probably maybe all of the things. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, and I don't always deal with things in a healthy way. I find I mm-hmm. will isolate myself on those 
in those moments, I might go and spend money. Mm -hmm. Um, They call it retail therapy, but I don't actually think it's it's healthy. Um, And, I mean, I bite my nails or, yeah, I'll go for a long drive somewhere. Mm. um, But now that I know that I'm doing those things, especially if I'm aligned, it's not because I want to be. It's different to, I want to go for a walk and have company. It's a different headspace. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I'll try to come back. I'll talk to my friends and my family and um, spend time with them, even if sometimes I'm like, don't want to be around you guys. Mm. But I I always leave them feeling better. And that's sort of my my indicator. Like if I leave that situation or that person feeling in a better space than when I started, um, that's usually a good sign that, that was good for me. Not saying mm. it's their responsibility to make me feel better at all, but no. um, I get something out of that, yeah. that interaction that helps. Um, and I guess knowing when I'm feeling like that, why it is. So I mm. mentioned before, I had a lot of stresses when you you know working a couple of two jobs and um, trying to save up for the house and things mm. like that. You put a lot of pressures on yourself. And if you're staying up late at night working because you want to, that's good. But if you're staying up late at night working, feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm you know, bitter about it or, or stressed yeah. and you've got that, that anxious feeling in your stomach and, and um, yeah, then something has to change. So I try and just look at my, how I'm going through the day yeah, and think, what did I do and what can I change? Mm. That's really Yeah. I like what you said about, because that actually made me think, huh, I do that too. Uh, um you said like you know a trigger is when you're like retail therapy which isn't really therapy mm-hmm. um or you just end up going on a drive or you end up isolating yourself because yeah it just made me think I do that too like if I'm not feeling great I think that I need um the tv and I think that I need to distract myself by watching tv mm-hmm. or um watching like we were saying before tiktok yeah. and reels <laughs> Um, and I think that that's like making, helping me relax and mm-hmm. like, just like making me forget about everything. But I, now I am th- starting to think this is actually making me f- feel worse. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's so interesting that like, it's that point where I'm like lying on the couch watching TV. That's when I, I let myself fall into that thing that we've, I've just always done. Um, before I've learned that, okay, this isn't good for me. Yeah. yeah. And I think the other thing I try and do is remember, um, <laughs> is that I try and remember that when I have days like that, that it is sometimes just a day. And I've been really yeah. fortunate that I haven't had <clears throat> long periods of it. And so if I do need, sometimes I'll get messages from my friends and I won't reply to them for a long time. And I know that this is a really bad habit and I know my friends are really understanding but I don't want to make them feel that I don't love them mm. um, And but sometimes I won't reply for a long time <clears throat> but then I know that when I'm in a better headspace I will reply and I will reach out and I'll be like hey do you want to go and get breakfast yeah. um, and I will try and make I guess make up for that lost time yeah. but I'm trying not to beat myself up about it so when I'm in those moments I don't feel like chatting or don't, I don't want I'm like okay this is how it is right now mm. and it'll pass and when I feel a bit better, I will just reach out again. And yeah. It's so tricky to, like, tell yourself, like, or for me, not beat myself up over, yeah. like, oh, you just watch TV all day. And it's like sometimes that is literally what I need mm. um, to just, like, do nothing and just, like, forget and then carry on. But it's the carry on part that I, like, really struggle with mm-hmm. without – 
going, oh, you shouldn't have done that, you shouldn't have done that, that damn inner critic always yeah. comes back yeah. in, eh? Um, yeah, that's so interesting that you, because, yeah, that's totally something that I've been working on is finding those, like, triggers when they're happening or when they're mm-hmm. about to happen, mm-hmm. because that's literally it. When I can conquer that, I feel like I'm good. Yes. But I also feel like we're always going to have triggers, mm-hmm. um, but I guess it's just, like, picking, getting used to picking them up sooner yeah. and, and having, dealing with it. Having co- yeah, dealing with it or having coping yeah. mechanisms, um, and that's what therapy can be helpful for yeah. but there's so many other tools I mean the brain is a muscle you can mm. just um for example for me I have been getting intrusive thoughts mm-hmm. um one thing I've been working on really hard mm. over the last two years <laughs> um is kind of catching them yeah so I might get one and I'll, I'll say to myself no that's not true mm. um and I'll have this like argument with myself in my head but I'm getting a lot better at identifying them mm. and then um telling them to go away and yeah. then sometimes I will even say out loud like that's not true I'm a good person or, yeah um, because then like my brain hears it and mm. then it says well it's out loud it must be true and just tricking myself yeah um because the brain my brain was trying to trick me so now I'm trying to trick it oh, <laughs> um, that's but good. and and you can I you can that. rewire your brain to totally. be more yeah. positive um, but it, it's really hard and some days some days I, I yeah. don't I can't um, yeah yeah, and I think that's that's the also part of the like the work I suppose is to go I can't today mm. and that's okay mm. um, rather than going oh I'm not good enough like I'm not fighting that intrusive thought and I'm not fighting that one you know like um, that is also part of the work which is even I think probably even harder to just go oh well that's okay mm. I know and that's not true kind yes, of thing yeah, yeah it is hard and when you've got days where you've multiple days like that mm. knowing when to reach out for help yeah i think is also you know yeah. it's fine to spend a whole day watching tv or on tiktok like sometimes that is what we need <laughs> um but when it becomes when it starts interfering with getting to to, to work or um yeah yeah your actual day yeah then reach out yeah i've started having um you know the movie <laughs> you know the movie inside out uh, it's like this cartoon like kids movie and it's about this oh. like girl and then there's all the characters that are inside her brain like fear and like oh, memory and like, cool. it's the cutest I, movie. Seen it. I need to watch it again but and I probably remember it so wrong but I've like created that in my head and I start like I've decided to have like board meetings when I can't decide anything <laughs> so cool. I just stop and like fear and anxiety get around the table and like the past and memory and like yeah. we all sit around the table like okay what What's the That's best so cool. thing to do right now? <laughs> um, and I actually finding it's really helping. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, I was in the kitchen and I was like, I just wanted to go home, but I couldn't tell if I just wanted to go home or that was just avoidance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to like avoid the work. I knew I could get it all done the next day, and I was like, okay. I literally just stood in the middle of my kitchen, and Mum was like, "Are you okay?" I like, stood there and I closed having my a board eyes. Meeting, Mom. Yeah, I literally said that. I was like, "Sorry, I was just having a board meeting." And like it was a unanimous decision to just go home. And I felt so much better. And yeah. I got home and my partner was like, let's go out and get pizza. And like yeah. it was almost like I was like rewarded because mm-hmm. I like made that decision. And like it was perfectly fine mm-hmm. the next day. Yeah. And it's like making those little decisions and just like being okay with them and not yes. fighting back at them. Like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You should have mm. forced yourself to stay late. And, yeah. yeah. No, I love that. Have a board meeting yeah. with all your <laughs> alter egos. Yeah. <laughs> all your mates inside yeah. your head. Probably sounds a little bit psychotic, maybe. 
I'm just talking to my other versions of myself. Um, <laughs> um, so we've talked a little bit about our journeys, um, but I'd love to know how it affects you, whether you get many, like for me, when somebody buys a floss kit, just about every single person who buys a floss kit tells me their story. Mm-hmm. I have anxiety or my son has anxiety or mm-hmm. someone or someone or someone suffers with it. And like as an empath, for me, it's like really hard to like, not want to go, oh, have you tried this with them? Have you mm-hmm. tried this with them? Or, like, just take all of that on. Like, I noticed um, yesterday I saw someone whose son is in the Olympics. And um, when I, like, I said to her, are you nervous? And she was, like, really nervous. And I instantly was nervous. Yes, yeah. Like, I just took on all mm-hmm. everything. And when she left, I was like, huh. I literally took on, like, I didn't need to take on any mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And I, it, I can feel it in my stomach, and I just wonder whether, like, how you deal with, because obviously you probably get a lot of stories from mm-hmm. people, and like, how do you deal with that, and like, does does it affect you as much as it does? Absolutely. <laughs> it, <laughs> okay, good. It is, and it's really hard with when people are reaching out to you. Um, I, I mean, I guess I'm in a really privileged position at the moment mm-hmm. to have stopped working yeah. and, and to to have the luxury of having these conversations on a. Wednesday morning. Yeah, we've worked hard. Um, yes. <laughs> but there are a lot of people that reach out to me and, and they're really struggling and they they, they will. They, they'll share out their life stories or mm-hmm. past traumas and abuse. And um, it's so hard not to want to pick up the phone and come over for a cup yeah. of tea. Like, let's go. Um, and, and take that on. But I guess I get comfort in knowing that they are reaching out for help, mm-hmm. that they're looking for things that can help them or help their daughter mm-hmm. or their children. Um, the nice thing about anxiety is that for a lot of things I achieve, yeah. achieve um, <laughs> is that for a lot of people it helps them. Mm-hmm. It either helps them fall asleep, um, it helps them uh, with the medicinal properties, but mm-hmm. even just like we're doing now, having a cup of tea and talking, it helps them create a space mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, maybe they feel it on their desk at work and it says anxiety and somebody might walk past and say, what's that? And maybe that starts, sparks yeah, the conversation cool. around yeah. mental health for them. Mm. Um, so I do get a bit of solace from from that, um, yeah. That's and, so but I don't have tips on how not to not to take <laughs> on it because yeah. it is hard and, and especially. I mean, I've been at markets and somebody will try my tea and then they'll tell me the story and we're both just sobbing oh. together um, because it is hard. It's hard to mm. talk about and it's, yeah, I, I don't. I haven't that's, solved that problem. <laughs> that's so beautiful that you've created that connection with people though. That's like, and like I feel like that helps mm. like that's almost enough like it's almost enough to just people message me and say oh yeah like I suffer from anxiety too or today's my first day of therapy and I'm like that's awesome like yeah yeah that's cool and I think maybe it's just them like the act of them telling yes someone yes is like enough yes <clears throat> and yeah I guess that's that whole thing of like not letting the inner critic or the intrusive thoughts say it's not enough you've got to help you've got to do more you've got to go to the therapy session with them um but I love what you said about um like sitting down and having a cup of tea because it just made me think of my mum and my sister like that's like our thing Mm. like my mum and my sister are like obsessed with tea and and sitting down and having a cup of tea is just like how my family like works and that's so beautiful like whether you feel like the tea works for you or not. It's delicious, by the way. And so is this. I love this. Um, 
it's 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 opening that conversation um and that's that's so beautiful that's yeah i love that <laughs> you just said about um you know like people were talking about past traumas and things like that and you could definitely say that what you went through with work and like all that anxiety and stuff coming up that was a trauma um and i just wonder and i know from like all traumas it's so hard to say this but there are silver linings and there are like good things that like come out of it and um I guess you could say like for me having anxiety has I've literally and for you created a whole business around mm-hmm. it and that has caused me to have like these amazing connections um so like yeah I just wondered if you felt like there were like silver linings that came from your trauma and how that has like positively impacted your journey um or even like small silver linings that you find each day like how have you found that that works for you like mm. is it something that you think about yeah absolutely I think <laughs> it's a nice way of, of reframing and, and re yeah looking at things from a new perspective mm. it's a really good coping tool to have yeah, actually totally. um yeah when I say it was a, a turbulent year I had gone through divorce actually and so it's my beautiful home that we'd worked really hard for Mm. and then at the same time my dad was diagnosed with a terminal illness and a month after that we went into level four lockdown so um and then I was made redundant so when I say it was a really difficult year I had so many things happening what felt like to me that I didn't know how to process Mm. and I didn't know how to cope with that Mm. um and obviously when you're in lockdown you're alone for a lot Mm. of it and the internet can be a good place but can also be an unhealthy portal of kind of um, shared misery and sometimes it's nice to find people to kind of on the internet Mm. um but that can also be really unhealthy Mm. and it takes a lot of effort to kind of think of of reaching out to to people that know you and care about you yeah and I so I think one of the silver linings that came out of that experience was seeing who who my loved ones are and that actually they are there mm-hmm. for me um, I just push them away yeah and, and things like that but they've always been there mm-hmm. um and realizing actually I can reach out to them and they will always mm-hmm. be up for a chat yeah. and so I think knowing and then the other silver lining I guess when you're faced with a sick family member is you really start to appreciate the time you have with them mm. knowing um, you realize that you can appreciate spending time with your loved ones um, mm. which is a silver lining because sometimes you get so caught up in everything that you forget about the important things in life like yeah people that care about you and people you care about um and then yeah the silver lining I guess is with with work and being made redundant was that actually I could throw a lot of my time and effort into my business and that was when I started to see it growing mm. um I started to see that the tea company could become an actual business that maybe I could do full-time I learned new skills around marketing I learned new skills around um, just scaling a business managing finances mm. um and and other challenges that come yeah. with the business and um and now yeah to be where I am today uh, all really just because of a really terrible 18 months yeah. <laughs> um but uh, yeah and, and you know like you just still catches me off guard sometimes you know thinking about it I have probably haven't processed it entirely yeah um but it 
is something I'm working on and it's mm. it's getting better. Mm. I, and I think simplifying my life was one of those, yeah. those things and just choosing what's really important to me. It's this challenge of this business, I yeah. really want to... Um, I want to see if I can do it, yeah. and that's kept me motivated. Um, mm-hmm. And cutting out the things that uh, things that don't make me happy, like this this sort of corporate space, yeah. and then focusing more on my family time. Um, mm. And yeah, yeah, I love what you said about um, how you almost like you realise, oh, people are actually there for me. Yes, because I feel like that comes with, and that's been taking me a little while to realise which ones are there for mm. me um but also like realize that realizing that you're like worthy mm. enough to be like their family member or their friend yeah. and like that takes a little while to realize like um i don't know for example say you um say you like didn't want to have a birthday party mm-hmm. And you're like, no, no one will come, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And then you realise that actually I have heaps of people that care about me. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you want to have a birthday party because you're like, there's all these people. Of course they'd come. Yeah, of course (laughs) they'd come. And like, I want to spend all this time Mm -hmm. with them. Um, Yeah, but that that takes something. And and it's not about the people. I mean, I guess it's sort of, I mean, like 25% about people showing Mm themselves, them showing us that they're there but also the other 75 I feel like is us figuring out that like we're worthy Mm. and we're worth like being their friend Mm. kind of thing um and yeah that that's something like um I went through like a friendship break a few years ago um and that was it was like it was awful but I had to go through that to realize who was there um, and like literally it changed everything and that's probably where um I came from. Um yeah, I totally get that, like you've gotta go through the stuff to find the silver lining. Um and I actually learned a journal technique, uh, sorry, a journal prompt that um is about like finding the silver lining before you're out of it. Which I just thought mm-hmm. was so interesting, and like you basically write down, or you write like a silver lining that's happened from like a past event or trauma or mm-hmm. something, um, and it could be like a big thing, um, or it could just be like a small like I dropped my ice cream, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you like bring in like a new thing that's literally just happened, or you're still going through, and you write down like all the things that could be a good thing that that's things that come out of it just reframing your things yeah yeah and I found that like so interesting I actually did that like Mm. during the friendship breakup um and yeah I think that really helped to sort of go Mm -hmm. okay this is actually going to change things in a good way and like I'm not I'm going to be okay yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be okay (laughs) um so um I would love to know what you would say to those who are going through a similar situation as you, um, or I guess I like to put like, they're listening to this podcast and they're like, hmm, I guess kind of like you when you're like, I don't know what anxiety is. And then you're like, maybe this is anxiety. Like, where do I start? What do I do? There's so many things out there at the moment, you know, like 
there's drink tea, there's spray this, there's go to the doctor, there's go to a therapist, and like, it's so, it's almost like makes you just want to go, no, no, <laughs> to none. Yeah, there's, there is a lot, it's, it's really hard, and mm. everybody has different things that work for them, yeah. and unfortunately, um, the only way out is through, yeah, you just need yeah. to try, I mean, I don't claim that the tea will help you, but I do think that the the ritual sometimes behind the yes. tea, like we talked about, making the tea, yeah. um, stopping, pausing, mm. reflecting, maybe using the time while the kettle boils to reflect and look at the silver mm. linings of your mm. some challenges maybe, um, and and then sharing that tea with a, a friend um, mm. that can help. Yeah, for other people, they they find relief in um, in exercise and mm. getting outside, and other people it's medication, and that's mm. okay too. You know, yeah. really, it's just. A really long damn journey. Yeah. Of experience. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. It yeah. really is. It's not easy. And what works for you now probably might not work for you in a few months mm-hmm. or a year's time. It's mm-hmm. constantly changing. Yeah. And I think really it comes back to discovering coping mechanisms mm-hmm. that work for you that you can apply or tweak and, and um, yeah, to two different situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true, and it's just like, and it's, it's like I'm not, it, it's so hard because like we're a little bit further along in our journeys, mm. um, and like I guess we've tried all of these things, and there's gonna be people who are saying who are gonna say I did this and this really worked for me, and it might not work for you, yeah, but it's literally them, yeah. you're still gonna try it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've kind of still gotta try it to yeah. know if that works for you. Like for me, um your tea is delicious and it and I think it does work for me but it also works for me because I drink it while I'm journaling yes and that's like that's that ritual Mm -hmm. um and then like for some people going for like going for the run for a run is just like the last thing I ever ever want to do in my entire life um but going for a walk is like totally okay but a walk for someone else might be way too slow Mm -hmm. and boring Mm um yeah and it and it, yeah, it sorry good. to say, but it's literally like yeah. you just have to keep trying and like don't make it like I think the thing is that I know it's just oh, this might come out wrong, but I know it's like a serious thing, but like it doesn't have to be like it can be like a like oh, I tried this yum tea today, mm. or like I read this book today, yeah. you know, like it can be like a fun thing to find. That like like for me sitting down having a tea and journaling is like is like exciting you mm-hmm. know like it, that's nice to me and like I said for other people going for a run people crave it like mm. I can't wait for to go yes. for a run today sounds terrible but um um yeah it's finding that thing that feels good for you that almost like you can look forward to it yes yeah yeah like island to swim to yeah it's so yeah. true and I think sometimes it can be small as well mm. you know we talked about just. Um, identifying intrusive thoughts. If if all mm. you're doing today is identifying when your your brain's tricked you, yeah. that's a really good start. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, how can I s- do, turn that around? Or how, how, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that's a win. Even mm. if you stop one, that's yeah. a win. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of just building up that muscle memory to get stronger and stronger mm. until you know. Definitely, were days yeah, like I mentioned earlier, where I wasn't getting out of bed, mm. um, and my at the time was really supportive and tried to mm. um, try it as best as he could. He didn't mm. understand and I didn't understand and mm. we were both in this horrible space so we didn't know 
what to do. And to be honest with you, I actually couldn't tell you how I got out of bed. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got to be where I am now. It means in my headspace wise, I mean, um, because it was such a difficult time. Um, But I do know if I think back and I reflect back, um, reaching out and asking for help, and then those people and like letting them help me Uh um, in the in the way that they could. You know, he he might not have known what to do, but he tried and he reached out to my friends and they tried and yeah, um, we got there. Yeah, yeah. I think what's really hard is when you're reaching out to a friend or you're helping a friend who's struggling, they don't want help. Yes. And that's really hard because they do want help. And and that's something that, like you said, you've kind of got to, like, give in to. Yes. And just, like, do what they say yeah. kind of thing, especially mm-hmm. when you're, like, really stuck in there. Like, I agree, there were days where I mm-hmm. just didn't want to get out of bed and I thought that, that was, like, the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. It, like, looking back, I know it wasn't. Yes. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm probably going to go back on what I just said, but, like, there's going to be those things where people are like, oh, I did this, mm-hmm. try this, yes. or, like, and that's their way of read helping. this book. Yeah. yeah, and that's their way of helping, but it might actually help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've probably confused them even more, but it's literally... <laughs> It's literally just, just trying. Trying. Yeah. yeah. It's just trying. Yeah. And I think something. Yeah. 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 Um, not giving up, not giving up on yourself um, mm. and not giving up on your friends. I mean, we talked about how we don't want to reply to messages, but so do our friends. They also yeah. are probably feeling like we do sometimes yeah. too. Um, and just being there, you don't even need to um, have a solution. Yeah. Sometimes it's just sitting next to them or, or just that message to say, have a great day, you know, yeah. thinking of you. Um, and when that person is ready, you know, when you're ready and you, you've got those, you know, you've got that network of people around you, even if your brain is tricking you and telling yeah. you, you don't deserve friends like that, or they don't love you, they're only doing it mm-hmm. because, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like know. Pushing through yeah, that. Just pushing through yeah. And, yeah, little, little baby steps. Yeah. Um, and then you look back and you'll be like, wow, it's been like a few years and I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. That's so true. And it's actually, it, like I said before, it can actually be quite cool trying all of these mm. things, um, as long as you're not like breaking the bank or like harming yourself more. <laughs> um, but yeah, just try like simple things. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to know what like maybe top three things that you do. Like for example, for me, it's like it's journaling and going for a walk, which we don't do enough. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing, I guess, is probably which I don't know, I'm still figuring out if this is healthy or not, but it's just watching TV with my partner. Mm-hmm. That one, I, we need to stop watching crime shows because I keep having awful dreams. Oh, <laughs> so I had a dream that my dad's um, employee planted a bomb inside one of the computers oh, in dad's filming. And it was one of those, I fell asleep, and then I, wo- and I woke up, and then I fell asleep and dreamt it again, and then I woke up, and then yes. I just, like, the whole night last night, I just, just kept dreaming, stressful. and I woke up, I was like, I've got to get Dad out of there. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, so, yeah, we need to stop watching crime shows. But anyway, <laughs> what are your, like, top three examples? Okay. Um, you can have more, but. No, I, um, so I think for me, my very first thing um, is getting out of bed. Now, mm. that sounds a bit strange, but actually, um, I set my alarm, and I get out of bed, and no matter what I'm doing that day, I shower, I put some mascara on, and I have a coffee. Like, that is my routine. And 
if I because if I don't, I will find I'm spending days where I'm only getting out of bed at twelve, not you know yeah. like when I was a teenager. Yeah. So a very first thing that helps me is getting out of bed because once I'm dressed and ready, I yeah then I can get on with my day. And mm. I think it's hard after lockdown where it was so easy to not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's the first thing that helps me, and I then. <laughs> so good because I was like this morning my alarm went off and I just like I don't put my alarm my phone in my bedroom oh, I put it so in the lounge yeah. but I just got up and got it and yeah. got back into bed oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I love like reframing that like the first successful thing you can do that day is get out yeah. of bed like yeah. literally that's it yeah and I love that because then you've got out of bed and you've started mm-hmm. your day and you're like well, I was successful today because I got out of bed. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Love that and yeah, yeah, and it is, it's about being kind to yourself. Like, mm. oh, we've had a win already. Yeah. Like, how I say we? Me, High my five. alter ego. <laughs> yeah, my board, my team. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, um, and then I think the other things I do will, will vary, but um, I will, I'm a task goal-orientated person. Mm-hmm. So if I, yeah, so accomplish the task of getting out of bed, but um, I try and have one or two things, big things that I mm-hmm. plan to do today. So I try and do those. That makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I'm on days where I can't do that, I, you heard my dog earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he is is my best friend. Oh. Be a cliche, but he will tell me, "Look, it's time to go for a walk." Oh, um, and we will. We've got this beautiful reserve just by the back here, um, and we'll wander through there. And you you can't be angry in the forest. You know, you can't be. It's really hard to not start to feel lighter yeah. when you're surrounded by nature. Um, and I'm fortunate to live in the bush, so I've got mm. the tuis singing all the yeah, time, and beautiful. I really feel like they tell me sometimes, like, okay, just breathe, yeah. you know. Oh, um, and and I guess the last thing is, is like I said, just spending time with family mm-hmm. um, and friends. When I spend time alone, I spend more time alone, and it's sort of this horrible cycle. Yes. Um, so what I will do is I will schedule in dates with friends or family, and I will stick to them. Just yeah. You know, um, so that I have to mm. back in the house festival, yeah. <laughs> or I have to um, go out and see them and try something new and um, and get out the house and break my yeah. routine a little. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, I always feel good after seeing I them. Love that. Yeah, I love that. That's so nice. So like what you said about like you can't feel angry in nature. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no one comes back from a walk and goes, "Oh my god, I wish I didn't do that." That was true. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it was such a boring walk I mean it could be a boring walk but like you always feel better and like I love that someone mentioned I can't remember doesn't matter who it was I can't remember um I think it was my beauty therapist (laughs) said that it was so windy at the moment she was like I love the wind because I was talking about how much I hate the wind she was like I love the wind because it's like it washes things away Mm. it blows things out like I don't know if your mum said it but my mum used to always say go outside blow the cobwebs out um but it's so true and like getting out and like yeah nature and with like the leaves and stuff it just Mm -hmm. like washes all the stuff away so true yeah Yeah. I love that (laughs) I just finally I just looked out your window for the first time oh my god it's so beautiful (laughs) I could see twoies when I was driving um down the street Oh, yeah. It was like two of them. I was like, oh my god, this is the best place ever. <laughs> um, no wonder you're so calm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It's beautiful. Um, so oh, that was amazing. Thank you so much, Tamarin. Um, do you just want to finish off with maybe like if you have any last like, advice or anything for anyone? Um, and then also where they can find you. Okay. 
<laughs> well, thank you so much for coming all this way out to see me and having the tea with me. Um, I don't have any more advice than we really shared other than yeah. just to keep trying and keep yeah. going and not to be hard on yourself. Mm. To forgive yourself when you have a bad day and, and yeah. try again the next day. Just yeah. It's like you're your own your best friend. Yeah, so. actually, yep, that's a great mm. way. Yeah, how if your friend was in bed and what would you do? What would you say to them and mm. how would you help them? Because you have to, you are your best friend. Yeah, I've got you for the rest of your life. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And little that. baby steps. Um, mm. That's all you can do. But and and where to find me? Well, I've got um, the Better Tea Company. You can find us online at bettertea.co.nz. No, that's the wrong <laughs> URL. Actually, it's just bettertea.co. Um, or Google us. Or oh, that's so easy. Them. I like it. Yeah. And yeah, and a few little retail shops around New Zealand as well. If you want to try some tea or smell the tea. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Definitely try it. Thank and you. we're actually in the same store in Crisp in yes. St. Helier's, which is so exciting. At one point we were right next to each other. Oh. I was like, oh my God, that's us. Um, <laughs> so that was very cool. Um, yeah. Thank Wonderful. you so much. Thank for you. Coming. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This world is so much better with you in it. I hope you know that you are not alone and that you are fucking awesome. We can't wait for the next one, but in the meantime, follow at Floss Cakery on Instagram for more shenanigans or visit flosscakery.co.nz. See you there.